Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, caress, and kicking ass. Yeehaw! My name's Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And today on The Vagenda, we're going to talk about holiday stress, or rather how to avoid holiday stress and enjoy yourself a happy little Christmas. Yeah. Holly jolly even. Happy holidays. Whatever you do, however you you celebrate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when I was a kid, we would not have these giant Christmas dinners. It was just the four of us. And we had this tradition of making soup and grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, I love that. Just playing with our toys and all that, you know, and and next week, we're going to talk about holiday nostalgia. So I'll reveal more about that next time. The big reveal. The big reveal. But uh, yeah, so however you celebrate it, you can do it at least by eliminating a little bit of stress. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're we're trying to talk about and maybe hopefully give you some ideas today Mm -hmm. and just kind of talk it through a little bit because it's a thing, you know, holiday stress is a thing no matter how you celebrate, what you celebrate. Right, right. And and the stress may look different for different people depending on whatever their narrative is. (laughs) What a fancy word. Now I'm going to get all therapy-like on you. What is your narrative? (laughs) Oh, Lord. But one of the ways that we know you can stay scheduled is by planning and using a calendar. And I just want to take this opportunity to mention, (gasps) surprise, surprise, Susie and I have planners and calendars that we wrote by our own selves. And we have them available. Perfect Christmas gifts, perfect gifts for you and yourself to enjoy being more organized in the new year. Susie's planner is the badass planner for 2020. And this is what your sixth year? Fifth year? Uh, and I have to think fourth. Fourth year. Mm-hmm. So she's been helping badasses stay organized for four years now. <laughs> and you can count yourself among those if you grab a copy of the planner. And she has some copies on her own self, on her body. <laughs> <laughs> she opens up her trench coat and all these planners are inside. Would you like to buy an O? Remember that? Yes, I do. Oh. So oh, speaking of, Carol Spinney died this week. Um, Big Bird and Oscar. I know. So sad. I know. And then um, McKeon. I know Philip McKeon. Philip McKeon. Ah. He was only 55. He had a long time illness, though. I don't know what it was. I don't know what that has to do with Sesame Street or buying a planner, but. Well, because I posted both of the things online. Maybe you're thinking of that. I know. I know. Yeah. Just things that have happened. Yes. So, So, you know, in other words, let's be positive and plan our lives. Yes. Let's plan our lives (laughs) like we're going to be around for the next year. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, Susie's Planner, the Badass Planner, she has some available that you can purchase directly from her signed. And so you can email us at feminineheijinkspodcast at gmail.com and put planner in the headline and I'll put you in touch with her. And you can work it out and figure out what you'd like to have written inside and all that good stuff. And then I have my text from Mittens Daily Calendar, which is a, a, a Mittens text a day. And so that'll sit on your desk or your kitchen counter or your bathroom, wherever you want. Or in your trench coat. Or in your trench coat. (laughs) That would be kind of heavy. Those things are not that light. So yeah, so I've got that too. And um, like Suze, I have some available to sign and you can also email us at femininehygienespodcast at gmail.com. And a lot of the people who've been buying it have wanted me to 
autograph certain days like birthdays and anniversaries and little messages from mittens and things like that so we can do that and then we're both on amazon too so look for us and get yourself organized i know it's coming up fast it is coming up fast so what's what's your poop there (laughs) suz let me tell you about my is your poop coming up fast (laughs) (laughs) or coming down fast Coming, coming down the chute well i have to tell you so i had a signing last weekend, mm-hmm. yeah, a few days ago, at Majors and Quinn Bookstore, which great is a store. great bookstore here in Uptown Minneapolis, right mm-hmm. down the street from my house, which is awesome. Yay. And we just happened to be planted. I say we, it was me and the core man. He came to, to keep me company, which was really sweet. So we we're hanging out there, and we happened to be planted in the cooking section. Mm-hmm. And we're looking, and we're seeing one of the... Um, employees come over and start collecting these books and the other employee came over and she's like I need to get that book for my sister I think she would really like it and the employee that was stacking the books was like well you better put it aside today because they're going to be gone mm-hmm. and Corman and I were looking at each other like what what, what the heck is, is this, this magical so, book yeah so we got up and pulled one and we were looking through it we're like oh this is really beautiful it's called the blue zone kitchen mm-hmm. and um so we're like wow and the corn man's like I would actually eat some of that stuff because it's the whole idea behind the book is that um, people that live to 100 or whatever are it's like from a National Geographic dude who started circling these zones around the world Mm -hmm. in blue where people lived the longest. And he you know, assumed, and and I'm sure rightly so, that what is it that these people are eating? What is their diet that's keeping them healthy and living so long? Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's why it's called the blue zones, because these are the zones where people are living the longest and being the healthiest. And the core man actually agreed to uh, eat some of these things, which is amazing because there isn't a meat dish in the whole thing. But what's funny about this is I'm not a huge cookbook person. I have my go-tos and I kind of just end up throwing stuff together most of the time. Mm -hmm. But we were so caught up in the hype. Like we were looking at this book and the employees came back over and she had a stack of papers, which were orders for this book. And she was looking all, there happened to be another stack right behind us. And she grabbed that. She was putting an order form in. She must have done 20 books. And then she's like, and I said, oh, my gosh, I have one of these over here. She goes, you better hang on tight to that. Because I said, is it okay? She's like, yeah, you you got it first. Now I want the book, right? Okay, so so here's what we got to do. You and I have to go to the bookstore and act like we're just normal people and hang out by our books and be like, oh my God, you better get that last copy of the Badass Planner because I heard that they are almost out. You are so right. We need to plant ourselves. Oh my God, totally. I can't believe I didn't think about that. But I just, we were laughing at ourselves. You know, we went up and we bought the book and even the cashier was like, Oh, my God, you guys got this book. Good for you, because apparently it's sold out on Amazon. It's sold out on Barnes and Noble. Like you cannot get it. It's like, (laughs) I know, because doesn't it make you want it now? I know. This is the power of persuasion. Oh, my God. So we were just totally like we totally knew what we were doing. We were just laughing at ourselves (laughs) because we're like, look at us. We are such consumers. We only want this book because everyone else is buying it. (laughs) I love it so much. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. 
but strange, but true. That's right. That's right. Well, that's awesome. And it's a beautiful book. Like you say, I just looked through it when I got here and the pictures are gorgeous. It's bound so beautifully. I know it really is a beautiful book. And I made the first dish out of it last night. And I will say it's a hit. And what I love about it, the recipes aren't complicated Mm -hmm. at all. They use very few ingredients. Mm -hmm. So they're really easy to make. It's not like Martha Stewart. You have to go out and find all these crazy ingredients. And like, if there is a crazy ingredient they give a good idea of what to like substitute that with if you can't find it Mm -hmm. so you know that's cool yeah yeah and you made the one and what was it it was i can't remember what it's called now but it was like potatoes and green beans and garbanzo beans Mm -hmm. and garlic and fresh parsley and then it just had this like dijon sauce that you tossed it all in after you roasted it Oh, that sounds so good. It was so good. I love that. You know, the garbanzo beans reminds me last night, I made a brand new dish too. It's a stew. It's a sweet potato stew with garbanzo beans in it. So you have like diced sweet potatoes and you you first cook up some onion and pepper and uh, not pepper, onion and garlic and cumin and ginger. And, you know, you mix it all up till it becomes fragrant, they say in the recipe. (laughs) Well, you know, we always call cumin hippie balls. Oh, my God. Because it smells like that's probably what hippie balls smell like. (laughs) (laughs) So it was fragrant hippie balls. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm never going to be able to look at cumin again. Well, and of course, it looks like cum in anyway. I know, doesn't it? Anyway, as you were saying. So so you do all that and then you put um, a can of the garbanzo beans. You put a can of fire roasted uh, tomatoes in it. Yum. And also the two cups of diced sweet potatoes. And in vegetable broth. And so you cook it up and it is that so freaking good. amazing. I need that recipe. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We trade recipes. It's a stew. It's a stew. <laughs> Maybe we should make a cookbook. The Feminine Hijinks Ooh, Cookbook. Remember that bad joke? What's a man with... Wait, what was it? I was going to say with no arms and no legs and his name is Russell. In the leaves. That's what it was. A man with no arms and no legs in the leaves is Russell. Oh, what do you call a leper in a bathtub? Stew. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the crass part. This everyone. is the crass part of our show, people. <laughs> the Halloween show. <laughs> ah. That's awesome. I love that. Well, I that's love a that. good way to relieve stress at the holidays is to I do agree. some laughing about inappropriate things, which we do all the time. We do every day. We're going to live to a thousand. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing that's going to be in our cookbook. <laughs> all our recipes will include like poop jokes or something. It'll be. Yes. And we should do a hippie calendar. Balls, a dash of hippie balls. A dash of hippie balls. That's right. <laughs> a quarter cup of stew. Oh. A quarter cup of a leper in a tub. <laughs> it's hard to find, but you know, you that's one of those damn Martha stores. Stewart ingredients. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I bet Snoop knows where to find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy. Oh well, talking about the whole holiday stress thing. Of course, I had to go poke around like I always do. Yeah, and you know. I think one of the great things to do when you're crabby or stressed is to go to our friend, the internet, and look up things that make you laugh and things that you enjoy. And so one of the things I got right on Pinterest and started looking at funny things about holiday stress that I wanted to share with you guys. So one thing I found, they say Christmas, but I'm going to just interject holiday. Holiday rules, and it was by Boho Bliss Art. 
So they're the little name that was on okay. this. And it's just a graphic. And there were only three rules, but they made me laugh. So the first one was, don't go into debt trying to show people how much you love them. Mm, Which is so true, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> do you remember, do you ever watch The Office? Uh, you know, I've seen it here and there, but not religiously. I love that show. And there was an episode, a Christmas episode, where they played sort of like a white elephant thing. Yeah. They called it Yankee Swap. I guess it's a different, different, <laughs> different up in the version. Northeast. But, uh, but th- there was like a $20 limit or something. But of course, Michael has to outdo everybody so he brings an ipod <laughs> oh my god and then of course everybody goes crazy Everyone's for like... the ipod but yeah yeah but yeah you know that's one of those things like you feel like if it's not expensive or doesn't cost a certain amount of money mm-hmm. that you know you're you're telling that person they're not worth anything because you didn't spend a certain amount on a gift right dumb like don't worry about that i have to say though that like i do sometimes feel that way especially like if i'm out with friends I've got this one specific group of friends and I, oh gosh, I always forget. Like we go out and all of a sudden I'm getting a gift and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't get anything. And not like on purpose or whatever. I just, I forgot that some people just give gifts and some people don't. Yeah. And they don't expect anything in return. But yet that part of that shame part of me comes out like, oh, I should have yeah, done something. Got something for them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. But it's, it's just, that's my deal though. It's not anybody else's deal. I know. It is hard. That's hard to get over for sure. I mean, because we've been taught, right? That's the polite Uh thing to do. Right. But I think, you know, part of the idea of this, too, is you don't have to buy something super expensive to give a meaningful gift. Right. You know, which I love. So rule number two, don't visit family if it compromises your mental and physical well-being. Oh, amen to that. Oh, my God. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. And that one is really, really hard because you have expectations, right? Like your mom or whoever, they expect you to come to their house every year. And it's hard not to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that can be really tough because if your family is really draining and toxic and you have to spend your holiday with them. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's no something good. I would think about. That's no holly jolly. No, I would almost try to reschedule it for another day around the holidays, uh-huh. but make that day sacred for you. And that's something we'll talk about more mm-hmm. later, like when we have our little tips. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And then this was my favorite one. If someone comments on your weight, eat them. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. As your holiday stew. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You will be my stew. Oh, my God. Yeah. But seriously, I, I say who does that, but I know oh, people no. do that. They do. Or else they'll judge like maybe what you know, who you're dating or what kind of job you have or you have your parenting or anything like that. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch oh. of holiday bullshit that's no fun. And so you just keep drinking until <laughs> it all goes away. Well, that's probably a lot of the stuff that comes up at these holiday, like family gatherings, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah. oh, all that passive aggressive, like, yes. you know, haven't found a job yet or, mm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And then the other thing I saw on Pinterest that caught my eye and if I was not married right now this would probably be my poster all I want for Christmas is Santa's naughty boy list oh gosh (laughs) you know who would be on that naughty boy list is that guy from last week with the poetry oh ew though the mobile mechanic (laughs) he was just gross that's disgusting he was beyond naughty he was yucky yeah yeah you don't want that list no (laughs) 
If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode where we talk about boys. There's a very inappropriate and disgusting mobile mechanic. Mobile mechanic who ad will come to your house. Of it. But after looking at his ad, you will not want him within. You'll put a restraining order against. Yes. Him. Yes. <laughs> what a creep. He bought a total creep. But yeah. So very good list. Very good list. And those are things to to definitely keep in mind and give yourself permission to create your own sacred space in your own stress-free zone, even if it means not connecting with family members and that they are maybe even upset about it. Yeah. Ooh, let them be upset. Let them be upset. Let Let them work through their own shit. Yes. Funny. Well, we haven't heard about your poop. Oh, let's see. Let me let me reflect on my poop for a moment <laughs> before it flushes away. Before I had a deja poo the other day, <gasps> a real and, and, deja, yeah, poo? a real one. And, and every time it happens, I think of you. <laughs> a deja poo is a I little. I don't know piece whether that, I love that or not. It just doesn't go down, and when you flush the first time, it pops back up. Hi, <laughs> here I am. Or like Mister Mister Hanky from South Park. Hi, ho. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas that. poo. Oh my God. Okay. When we're done with this recording, this, we're going to, I'm going to show you the video of it because it has your name written all over it. Oh, it's I'm sure so it does. Freaking funny. Okay. So, anyway, love. Uh, but for real, my poop. Well, here's the thing. I know I've talked about this before, but I am on my second marriage and then the holidays rolled around, right? I have always been. A huge Christmas lover. Like I just, I love the holidays so much. I love the look of presents under the tree and the smell of a tree and cooking a meal and mm. just, you know, opening presents and doing, you know, everything, the vibe of it, the vibe. But having, you know, adult children, having been married 26 years, I had this certain idea in my head of this is what Christmas looks like. Mm-hmm. And this is the the perfection. This is what I love. And if I don't have it this way, then I'm going to be sad. Mm-hmm. But yet it couldn't be the exact same way because I was with a new partner. I was living in a little apartment and, you know, my kids were only over for a brief amount of time. Right. It, it looked way different. Since then, I've been slowly adjusting to creating new traditions. Yes. And but even this year, I have some depression issues over mm-hmm. that. And and that's just a, a, a real thing. And I'm not afraid to talk about it because everybody who's gone through major changes and is grieving something when the holidays rolled around, it's sort of a it's a it's a time that is hard to adjust to for many people. And there's depression and yeah. grief because either you're not the with the same people, maybe someone's passed away, or you're in a different situation. You're divorced, or maybe one of your kids lives in a place where they're not able to come home. Mm-hmm. But I've really learned that it's okay to create new traditions. Have different food have different activities and and it's and it's okay and I can still feel that joy good yeah but there is that piece of grief Mm -hmm. and it happens to you know a lot of people over the holidays for whatever reason so yeah so I am working on kicking holiday stresses shiny ass I love that by working through that depression a little bit every year and I'm not expecting too much of myself to to all of a sudden you know have this feeling of complete holiday bliss like I used (laughs) to have but I'm heading in that direction and that's awesome and it just it looks a little bit different yeah 
Exactly. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. And, you know, I it dawned on me that I think it's extra hard. You know, we always have, I, I think it's normal for any of us to go through um, sadness, depression, when things change, mm-hmm. even if you're happier now overall, and then it's even more confusing because you're yes. like, why am I depressed? I'm actually in a better situation. Mm-hmm. But I think especially around the holidays, that is a time more than any time where ritual and, you know, things that you've always done, it's it's just it's sung about in every holiday song. Mm-hmm. It's in every holiday movie that things don't change and things are always the same. And this is your tradition and this is your ritual. And so when that changes, it feels like you're doing something wrong or it right. feels like you're missing out on something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's totally normal, I think, for any of us to feel that way, even if we're super happy in our lives to kind of mourn. I know for me, Christmas time, you know, especially this year, we're in this beautiful new house. Both of my kids are going to be around like life could not be better right now for us. But there is always still a part of me that mourns my childhood Christmas memories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll talk about again, we're going to talk about memories more next time. But I I just so I totally get the way you're feeling. And um, even though my situation is so different than yours, I do think it's also very normal. And I hope that you and everybody out there is just giving yourself permission to feel, like you said, feeling sad is okay at the holidays. It doesn't mean you're weird. It doesn't mean you're not grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's not going to feel better eventually. Don't stuff those feelings. Stuff the turkey. Stuff the turkey. But don't stuff your feelings, people. Yeah, you're allowed to be sad. You don't have Mm -hmm. to put on that stupid holiday happy grin that, you know, everyone expects you to have. Right. And the thing is, like you say, my life is happier now than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm married to a fabulous man. I love our apartment. I love the things that we do. I love that my kids both live in town now. I mean, there is so much to be grateful for. And I I love our new traditions. I love every part of it. And I'm heading in the direction of having that be something that I focus on all the time versus also thinking about how things were in the past. So yeah, and it's not anybody's issue. And it's not anybody's fault for the for the way things turned out it's just an adjustment yeah and i love the idea of making new traditions Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that you can't honor the old ones or miss them or feel whatever but i just love the idea of like okay i have a new life so now i'm going to have some new traditions that i Mm -hmm. either do instead or i just add on to the old ones you reinvent yourself yes we went to go see the new standards it's a local group on um sunday saturday night and they are fantastic. They have this great holiday show every year. They have uh, special guests every year. And John C. Riley was there this that year. That is so funny. And it's just, the, the, it's just fantastic. And so we decided that we we're going to go every year. And that's going to be our tradition there you to, go. to go every year. And I love it. It's just perfect. And it doesn't remind me one single bit of my old life. Right. 
And that's, I think, great, too, because you're not trying to recreate something. Mm -hmm. You're instead creating something brand new. And I think that's another great way to to deal with holiday stress or sadness is to create things that you look forward to. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of something I read a long time ago, even about life in general. Like, you know how we're all so happy um, when we're on vacation? Yes. So I've read once that you should plan to get away four times a year. Hmm. Um, and getting away doesn't necessarily mean to some exotic island, some fancy, you know, Paris vacation. It's just getting away from your normal life, taking a weekend off, even if it's a staycation. Yeah. But when you have these on the calendar, it it's like an interesting state of mind because first you're in the state of mind where you're excited because you're in the planning stage. Mm -hmm. Then you're there and you're having a good time. And then, yeah, there's probably some sadness when you're getting back into your routine, but there's always that now I have those memories. Now I've gained these new experiences yes. or whatever. And you know, a new appreciation for a lot of different things. And I so, love that idea. Yeah. So then by the time you're really coming down from all that, then you're getting ready for the next, you know, yes. thinking about the next little getaway. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm going to talk to Chris about that. We're going to do that. Isn't that know? a great yeah, idea? Yeah. And we're lucky. We live so close to like Duluth, which is yeah. a beautiful city right on the Lake Superior. And it feels like you're on vacation when you're there. Yeah. Or even south, there's all kinds of beautiful little getaways and bed and breakfasts and things like that. Yeah. And maybe that's something you do at the holidays. Yeah. Maybe you're like, screw this tradition, whatever. I'm not going to spend Christmas at home. I'm going to mm -hmm. go somewhere else and just enjoy something new yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. So Or holiday, whatever you guys do. Whatever you do. But yeah, so I just wanted to share that a little bit in case anybody was feeling the same way. And yeah, thanks. And yeah, yeah. And I'm excited for 2020. Ah, I know. 2020. Doesn't that sound like so futuristic and weird? Have you seen that meme that's been going around about uh, Barbara Walters? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like, okay, Barbara Walters needs to host the, the, the dropping of the ball on New Year so she can say, I'm Barbara Walters and this is 2020. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that I so much. Yeah. So I thought that was hilarious, but I'm looking forward to next year. I just have the greatest feeling about it. Ah, I, I know fabulous things are going to happen. I know. Mm -hmm. I yeah. kind of feel that way too. There's just something yeah. about it. Yeah. Can you believe 2020? Somebody else posted something saying, 2000 was 20 years ago and that's crazy and then they were like is it, it feels like 1980 was 20 years ago right yeah. oh i know when people talk about the 80s and the 90s and you uh -huh. realize just how long ago that really was yeah yeah that weirds me out i know and how kids now are like oh the 80 we're having an 80s theme party you know and everybody's dressed in all these <laughs> crazy loud fabrics and whatever and it's like not everybody dressed like that. And it just it yeah, feels the stereotypical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just, it feels weird. But I don't care. I'm a Gen Xer and I love it. And I'm proud of it. And I'm not ashamed. Not ashamed. Not There's ashamed no shame. to be a Gen Xer. Well, speaking of the holidays, yes. and speaking of, you know, maybe having feelings around the holidays, there's also this feeling of stress that many of us experience and anxiety and trying to create this special time and putting a lot of pressure on yourself, mm -hmm. right? Totally. Yeah. So we just wanted to talk a, a few minutes about how we handle stress 
and mm-hmm. maybe give you a couple of ideas and maybe cause you to think about, well, boy, I, I never thought about that and I can easily do that or I can give myself a break. We're giving you another green light just to not try to be so perfect and yeah. all that good stuff. Yep. Eat the crappy food. Mm-hmm. We, we just ate three cookies before we, before we came on here. <laughs> Susie made these great snickerdoodles and they are so freaking And they were good. still half frozen. I pulled them out of the freezer because I always, we make the cookies and then we put them right in the freezer mm-hmm. so they stay really super fresh and then pull them out like right before we serve them and they were still fine. We oh ate three of them. <laughs> they were so freaking good. Uh, I, you know, I saw you walk over with the tray after I had already had two. And you set the right between us, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna eat this entire tray, and and not because I'm like worried about calories, I'm like worried I'll make myself sick. <laughs> as soon as I walk in your house, I'm like, oh Rolos, oh peppermints, oh cookies, give me some coffee. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> I know we're already like all the candy and cookies and coffee. I know this podcast is brought to you by sugar. <laughs> That's what it is. As it should be. I know. Almost as sweet as us. Sweet and sassy. I saw this thing, just to mention real quick. I posted it on Facebook. Maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. It's a, uh, a holiday treat. looks like a little mouse. Did you see that? <gasps> no. So you take a maraschino cherry that has the little oh, stem on oh, it. Oh, I did. Yes. And then you dip, you dip it in chocolate. So it's like this little round guy. And, and then he put a Hershey's kiss like where his face is. Cute. And uh, so his little nose comes out like the top of Hershey's oh, yeah, kiss. Yeah. And then you put, I get a little cinnamon candy for the end of his nose. Ugh. And I love chocolate covered cherries anyway. I do too. Oh. And so I sent this recipe <laughs> to my daughter. I'm like, we're totally making these little guys. One, I love cute animals. And two, and eating the, them. And eating these. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, that's bad. But these little mice, I, I, I oh, I just go nuts. Well, so. I love that you love chocolate covered cherries because I feel like that's one of those things that people either love or they I hate. Oh, they explode in your mouth. I know, which usually grosses me out. Like, I don't like those Cadbury eggs that are oh, all gooey I, inside. I, don't, I like the crunchy yeah. ones, mm-hmm. but not the gooey ones. Yes. There's something about cherry and chocolate well cherry garcia is my favorite ice cream. but anyway so yeah so i'm gonna make those little mice <laughs> i know well i hope i can come over and eat some of those mice you can come over and eat my cute small my belly. animals yeah so Ange, do you do you have any like certain rules or guidelines or tricks that kind of help you keep stress at bay around this time of year well, when I'm turning tricks at the holidays, I'm going to tell you. Well, I mean, the main point of stress I had is what I've talked about already, just right. like trying to recreate things. Uh, but I think part of it, too, is just letting things organically develop, mm. you know, and trying not to overthink so trying much. Trying not to overthink so much, right. And I, I do, we give my kids gifts at the holidays. Chris and I don't exchange anymore, but I still, I'm looking for ways to make it special. Like, what are we going to make for food? What are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. But what I, I used to have like major stress over the holidays when I was married the first time because Christmas, the kids were little, Christmases were so much bigger yeah. and family would all come over and it was this thing. And, and I have this thing and I still do about, I want everything prepared when company's coming over before they come over. Right. Because I don't want to be in the kitchen doing stuff and, and they're talking to yeah, me and yeah. I and I feel like I'm not 
being a great host or else they want to try to help and I know they're being helpful but then I'm like but no, it's I, I just want to not. be I know it's like yeah. I just I want people to come in and everything's all set out yes. and then we can visit and so every year I found myself like sort of struggling to make that happen and then people show up early and then I'm like screw that <laughs> you know but they're so nice like well I came over early to help and I'm like no but I, I just want things to be ready right. and I'm that way with Anytime I have company, mm. anytime, mm -hmm. but at the holidays especially. So I just, it's one of those things where every year I, I worked a little at getting over that. And, and so it's something that I don't expect myself to get over immediately. Mm -hmm. I, I just give myself permission to do as much as I can do. Yeah. And be okay if I feel stressed out and go in another room or just sort of take a yeah. break or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it mostly has to do with control and people mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. I never really stressed out about like wrapping gifts or gifts giving or whatever, because I always would do that early and, and there was never any stress around that. But it's mostly about entertaining. Mm. Yeah. What about you? You know, it's funny, like most of my life, I'm so in the moment that I actually don't get stressed about any of that stuff mm. um, for the most part. I mean, more than than normal. But I think what's really what really helps me overall is to kind of look at the big picture of things as kind of like what you said. It's about control. It's about. So if I do get stressed out or freaked out. I kind of think, okay, what's the bigger picture about this? Like, does it really matter if these cookies don't look perfect or mm -hmm. if they're not out before someone comes over? You know, what is really behind that? And then you start thinking, why does that matter? Well, because someone might have this opinion of me that I'm not perfect or mm -hmm. that I'm not organized or that I'm, I don't care enough about them because I don't have this ready before they come over. I mean, there's all sorts of things that go through our head. So if you keep digging into like, you know, I'm really not upset about cookies. Like what, what really is what? making me like anytime you're upset about something that seems bigger than what it actually is, yes. there's a bigger issue. Oh, yeah. And then kind of looking into that and then, you know, asking yourself like, OK, so let's say someone feel, thinks less of me because I don't have a plate of cookies sitting out on the table when they come over. And then you you realize like this really is ridiculous. And <laughs> are they really going to feel that way? Probably not. Like what I feel that way. Exactly. Right. And I try to remind myself, too. I know for me. If I go to someone's house and I go in their bathroom and their bathroom is a little messy or whatever, part of me is sort of relieved. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Yeah, I know me too. Because it's like, oh, and I actually feel like, I know it's a weird thing, but I kind of find it as a compliment. If I go to someone's house and it's a little messy, mm -hmm. I'm like, they feel safe with me. They yeah. know that I'm not going to judge them because nothing, you know, it's per, you know, everything is perfect or whatever. I don't expect that at all, even mm -hmm. though I tend to be, I have the same kind of things yeah. you do in mm -hmm. certain ways, especially with the bathroom. But it's just so funny how I just feel like a, a huge part of dealing with that stress and expectation is to kind of remove yourself, ask yourself why this is such a big deal to you, and then really take a minute to explore, mm -hmm. you know, where those feelings are coming from and if they're real. Yeah. If this is just that fight or flight, the you know, that thing that pops up, our negative golem brains, mm -hmm. you know, feeding us all this crap that really, you know, doesn't doesn't help anybody and isn't the truth. Yeah. It's lies. It's holiday lies, I tell you. Holiday lies. Santa sees it too. <laughs> 
He knows when you're lying. He knows. That's right. Yes. Well, one thing we I've definitely done in the past is, um, you know, we a lot of us, I think, have lots of families or expectation, like big families or lots of friends that we feel expected to buy gifts for. Uh And that can be really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing we've done in the past, and, and, and let's face it too, to back up a little bit, there'll be people in your family that's sort of extended family that if you're not around them all the time, you don't know what they want. Mm -hmm. And it's dumb to go to the store and just buy something just so they have something to open. You know, you start thinking about the realities of that and it just, but then there's that expectation and then you feel bad, blah, 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 blah. So what we've done the past couple of years and you talked about earlier was the whole kind of white elephant thing. Yes. And I tell you what, we have had more fun. So you either pull something that you already have at home that is ridiculous that someone gave you in the Mm -hmm. past or just some dumb thing. In fact, we took this light fixture down and Vivian always calls it the boob light because it looks like a big (laughs) boob. And she's like, I should bring that for the exchange. Like, how funny would that be? Oh, my God. So just weird random things that you can wrap up. And then there's lots of different kinds of rules around the whole white elephant Mm -hmm. thing. But you don't have to spend any money or you can go out and spend like under 10 bucks on something really silly and weird. And I'm telling you, it creates so much more memories. People have so much more fun, so much more fun just being together and laughing about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Because do we all need any more shit? We don't. We really don't. For the most part, we do not. And so that's been something that's been really great for me and my family. It takes a lot of that expectation and stress and is actually a lot more fun than just receiving gifts. Yes, yes. You know, I have an idea. We should get each other a white elephant gift and open it during the podcast. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, the week of the Christmas episode or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, my God. I love that. Yes, yes. Okay, so we'll do that. Yay! Yay! But you can't put yourself any stressful expectations on it. No, I'm going to give you something I find in my my apartment. I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> Is it the, well? We know it can't be the butt that I left at your apartment. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, her butt for Halloween. It was a stuffed pantyhose butt, and we kept finding it. And we put it at the top of Chris's closet. So we'll give it to her next time she comes over. But it kept falling on his head. <laughs> he was wearing my ass. An ass hat. Yes, he had an ass hat. <laughs> so funny no. well no, what was funny is like then I because I, I literally did forget like I left it at their apartment when we went over to your place for the party and then when I went over there it was hanging on the door I was like oh my god there's my butt and then I had to carry it down the hallway oh we could have put some chaps on it I know we should have. Oh, because I was I I I don't remember if I told everybody, but I dressed myself up like a dead person, and and then I put that around my neck, and I was a dead end. Uh, yes, it's very clever. Although everybody thought it was balls, it looked like balls, <laughs> <laughs> like zombie balls. <laughs> what is it? Here, I thought I was being so clever. I should have sprinkled cumin on them. Oh my- <laughs> they could have been hippie balls. <laughs> <laughs> or what we were talking about earlier about about putting a crystal in your bra, but instead putting it like on your taint and letting <laughs> for good luck when you're trying to manifest <laughs> all of between your butt cheeks or I don't would it fit in your taint? Yeah, sure it would. I, well, you sure, know, you'd have to sure get one of those polished stones, a flat polished stone. You could just slip it right up in there. Except you'd have to be careful because yeah, you know. 
What if it like went somewhere? Ooh, or you could practice squeezing your butt cheeks together like kegels. Oh, like Benoit balls. Yes. Yes. I It'd wonder be like a Benoit crystal. A Benoit. <laughs> A magical manifesting Benoit crystal. <laughs> that and then we were awesome. laughing at the thought if it came out while you're walking down the street, like yes. this rock fell out of your pants. So yeah, I think that's pretty pretty good. I don't know. Hopefully we helped even just to know that we're going through the same shit everybody else is. No matter how happy people look, they still have their shit when it comes to being stressed around that's the right. holidays. And, you know, I also give you guys permission to be selfish. I don't know why people made selfish such a bad word. I mean, of course, sometimes, you know, you should always think of others, but you also have to think about yourself. It's self-care. It is Mm self-care. And if you really aren't in the mood to go out that night because you're overworked and you're tired, don't go. No one's going to stop being your friend because you don't go to their holiday party. No. You know, and same with the cookies. Let's say you've always made cookies every year and you just don't have the energy this year. So what? Go buy the cookies. Right. Like, just don't worry about it. That's what Santa would want. He would. He wants us to be happy. Right? Yes, he does. And when we <laughs> leave him those cookies, he doesn't care if they came from a store. No. And, and if he did, he would be an asshole. Well, and that's the thing. It's like most of the people think like you do. Like they're worried about the same things that mm-hmm. you wouldn't care about. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to if they do care about those things, then are they really worth having in your life? I know. Really? <laughs> I mean... Kick them to the holiday curb. Right? You don't need that shit in your life. You don't need that shit in your life. And sometimes that's easier said than done with family. Mm-hmm. But you can still limit the time that you're with them. Yes. And it's okay to do that, you mm-hmm. know, because everyone feels better when they're not fighting with each other. That's right. That's right. I agree a thousand percent. So, yeah, yeah we just hope that you have a holly jolly Christmas <laughs> as you're preparing for the big day or the season or, or whatever you like to celebrate. So we are hoping that these are some tips that are either going to help you create something new for yourself or else remind you that you don't have to do the things that you think you have to do. Yep. And just be silly and dance around and download the song that I just found, the mashup between Marilyn Manson and Mariah Carey. I love that. The beautiful people. Uh, All I want for Christmas is the beautiful people, I think it's called. (laughs) Because that is like, that's like Rick rolling to me. It's Carrie, Carrie rolling, Mariah Carrie rolling. So to find a mashup with Marilyn Manson is like my favorite thing in the world. It just sort of tempers it a little bit. It does. It's not quite so, so, (laughs) so, so. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we'll be back next week. And what are we going to talk about next week? Ah, well, like we've been hinting about, we are going to get all nostalgic. We're going to talk about Memories that Angie and I have from Mm. Christmas and, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys being a lot of you are Gen Xers, so you'll have a lot of the same memories that we do. So it's going to be a holiday nostalgia-rama. That's right. We're mixing up our old pods rewind with a little bit of feminine hijinks. Yeah. Yes. So now we're going to rewind the hijinks and, (laughs) and talk about some of the fun stuff we did as kids and even nostalgia like through college and, and that sort of thing as is, is t- is, is time adjusted and you, you know, moved on and then you got married and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of more of also traditions changing. So, yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about Fisher Price Little People. <gasps> then speaking of the naughty boy. 
Naughty Boy. Don't you remember the Naughty Boy? He's the one that had his... With the bowl cut? Oh, the hat. Yeah, the hat. And he was always angry. Back when kids were allowed to be angry. But we'll talk about that next. (laughs) Angry kids, like the guy from the Bad News Bears. That would drink and smoke and whatnot. <laughs> oh my God! Do you yeah, see him? the most inappropriate things. Yes, yes. yes. And Jodie Foster. Or was it Tatum O'Neill? Oh, was it Jodie Foster? Jodie yeah, Foster. Yeah, good question. I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, it was. I think it was Jodie. Yeah, she she had the hots for him. <laughs> but anyway, what? Well, well, we'll be back next Monday talking about nostalgia drama. But in the meantime, we hope you enjoyed this episode and you can find us every Monday on FeminineHijinksPodcast.com. You can also find us on Patreon if you'd like to become a patron. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash podcast. Like us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, get in on the fun on social media and download us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify and iHeartRadio. Do all of it at the same time. Wow. Download all, listen, put different phones around the room <laughs> and listen to us in stereo, Whoa. surround sound. That would be amazing. I, I think, think so too. My laugh would probably just about kill people in surround sound. If they were to be lying on the floor with their arms <laughs> spread wide and Susie's laugh is like filling up the room, I think that is the picture of holiday joy. Oh, you're so sweet. It's a have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to sing because I'm not a singer. But Susie is. Maybe next time you'll sing us oh, something. Oh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how many eggnogs I have ahead of time. Yes. Yes. We may, oh, I hate eggnog. I do too, actually. <laughs> I would like hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps in it. Okay, that is more my speed. That's a holly jolly right there. Oh, yeah, baby. So anyhow, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.